Time to wake up, motherfuckers. Go back to sleep. <laughs> that song right there is Lullaby by Chris Webby. I highly recommend checking it out and listening to the lyrics because they're very relevant. My friends, we will keep uh, everything low-key on the names and everything for today. This is Bobby Bouchane hosting a chat about... Well, we're going to talk about a lot, a lot of shit, I think. Um, yeah. We're, well, we, we got into this conversation and, and started talking about uh, fun guys. Yeah, we blew our load a little early. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down and save it for the mic. Yeah, yeah. So we started talking right away about uh, mushrooms because it's a, it's a hot topic right now. Um, it should be a hot topic. As it's a medicine, I think, it's that it's going to be very useful, uh, especially coming out of what we're going through right now, you know, uh, the studies that they're doing with PTSD. I don't think there's anybody that's not going to have a little bit of PTSD oh, yeah. after yeah, no, no, no. after all this horse shit. Yeah, exactly. so, this shit gets over. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I was actually just putting my gym membership on hold because I want to see the the vaccination ID and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, but best to just put it on hold uh, so that you don't have to cancel. And when it when all these uh, restrictions get lifted, I'm like, okay. When everything's <laughs> over. It was only supposed to be two weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two weeks. Uh, like two years ago? Yeah, fucking getting, coming close here, you know. Or we're almost at the... Uh, at the two-year anniversary of when COVID was occurred. like, well, it's like, <laughs> uh, when COVID was actually released in Wuhan and the military, the world military yeah. games. This so yeah, it was, no, it was, it was like October 10th to 16th, 2019, Shit. right when they had the event 201 of a simulation of what would happen if the world went under a pandemic. What will happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it played out pretty well. Oh Yeah. Genius is planning this. Yeah, thing. I get you. So I was, there is there is a big part of me that it's just you know, got to give them a round of hey, applause they're here. Good, they're good. So what do we do? So I mean, you're talking about brain health, right? I yeah. mean, you've been you've been messing around with this stuff for a few years now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've been kind of dipping my toes in the water in a few different areas. It started for me with my own my own issues. Is kind of how I got into the psychedelics and. and the medicine in general and, and you know that there is always the abuse of medicine which i think is everyone's intro mm-hmm. to, to, yep. to medicines in the first place i think when you're in high school and you're smoking weed with your friends or, mm-hmm. or abusing abusing the medicines in, in in some different ways eating eating 10 grams of mushrooms or whatever yeah. you're doing, right? you go camping yeah. and there's always a way to, to do, abuse right? anything right yeah um, but uh yeah so you know there was that in high school but when i got a little bit older i started going through i had some concussion issues and stuff like that and mm-hmm. depression anxiety and all sorts of stuff starting to get social anxiety which is to- totally was not yeah, that's my not character you. yeah, yeah like, i've always you. been such a social person so for me to get a social anxiety around people was like that's when i knew i was like i gotta figure something out here and then mm-hmm. um started messing around with microdosing and, and started with lsd and tried lsd micros and then 
started mixing around blends of our own mushroom cool. blends with uh, psilocybin, reishi, lion's mane, cordyceps, oh, perfect vitamin D. Back then. Yeah. I just so, heard about these things like a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah no, so so that probably when we first started developing blends and, and messing around, me and my buddy started doing it. It was probably, probably close to three and a half years ago. I yeah. would say is when we kind of started messing around with it. And really at first cool. it was, it was just for us. Like we just wanted to see if we could come up with something, the best we could do. And then for, that would help us the best. And then um, once I started using it and starting to realize how much it was helping me, then I realized I can't, this is something I need to share, you know, and, and I don't it's too think, good to keep to yourself. Yeah. Right? It wasn't mm-hmm. something it was. And, and you know what? Like it wasn't something, it wasn't totally, you know, there's always, uh, whatever you're doing, you need to get paid for your time, obviously. But mm-hmm. when we first came up with the company and started talking about the business, we basically, we were just wanting to help people. I mean, it, per, it was purpose over profit. Exactly. It's, it, it, and gotcha. honestly, I think with, with, Mushrooms, especially like they are, uh, they're a powerful. I almost want to. They're a powerful being. Let's say they're a, they're an entity in their uh, in their self. And I don't think they're gonna let. Agree. If you come in with the wrong intentions, anyways, if you were to come in and be like, "I'm gonna get rich off mushrooms," yeah, you're not getting rich off mushrooms. They it'll won't, they it, won't let you. Yeah, get it'll, rich off it'll balance that out. Yeah. That self out. So and we yeah. we've seen that happen in today's market with mm-hmm. all these people that got into it spent all their money to build these huge shops to produce mushrooms and do whatever they're doing. And they all of a sudden the market crashed and nobody who got into that made any money. Yep. Everyone's in, in, in a real bad place that got into that market. So mm-hmm. why did that happen? Well, everyone had the wrong intention. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't profit off such a powerful medicine. You, you, that medicine, you got to have the right intention behind it. If you have the right intention, maybe some money will come to pay for your time to do it. But that's, you don't want to even have that in your mind when you're, and you're working with such a powerful medicine, in mm-hmm. my opinion. So, well, it's almost like how you take the medicine. Yeah, uh, exactly. you got to take it with intent. Yeah, exactly. You got to set your intentions, right? So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So we I started helping me with. Uh, I have concussion issues and stuff like that, social anxiety, and it started to work really well. Um, so let's say when I first started taking it, it would be I'd, I'd notice when I hit the right dose, it was like. Uh, What's that movie? Limitless. Oh, yeah. yeah. No it was like, when you hit Shut the up. right dose on a microdose, it's like you're just, it's like everything slows down. Everything's switched yeah. on for you. I, yeah. yeah. I remember playing a hockey game and just like no one could take the puck for me. And I'm not like the biggest goal scorer. I'm kind of a goon. So, yeah, like, I was, I was say, like, that whoa, really I, got, I had like job. three goals that game. And nice. like, no one, I just felt like everything was in slow motion. Yeah. And I was like, holy man. Like, yeah. This wow. is insane. Like. I gotta, I gotta keep working with this. So, and then, do you remember what the what dose? The dose for me uh, at the time, I was taking 100 milligrams. That's kind of my dose. I don't really go higher than that. I'm a lightweight. So, micros mm-hmm. from anywhere from what 17? I was reading 15 milligrams to 50 or something, right? You're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I've seen some people that have microdoses as low as like 10 milligrams because, like, realistically, some people are super sensitive to the yep. medicine, and mm-hmm. like myself, even as much as I've dabbled with psychedelics i've done a lot of ceremony work i've smoked a lot of weed um i drank and partied and did all that stuff when i was younger so you'd think and i'm, mm-hmm. I'm not a small guy so right. you nope. think when i was when i was that i'd have a tolerance but i'm i'm up i don't have a tolerance i'll i don't need much of anything to, yeah. to get no, that's so, awesome whereas some like girls especially too i notice with women they're very sensitive i think because they have especially it seems women that have children because mm. you, you have so much more in your mind, so much more to think about. Yeah, that about. makes sense. Mm. So it's just a heavier weight when you get 
you can get overwhelmed if you take a high, too high of a dose, right? And yep. especially if you're not expecting it. So at any rate, I'd say the dosing pretty much ranges from anywhere from 10 milligrams to maybe, I mean, honestly, it just depends on the person. Right. Uh, I would yeah, say yeah, almost, yeah. almost, I would say up to 250, 300 milligrams, maybe even higher. I, I took about 300 milligrams today. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. that's and the then, thing. And yeah. Just yeah. fine. Yeah, I have people that grab microdoses off me that play in the NHL and they take 400 milligrams before every game. That's man, and they're right? focused. Yeah, the, well, the, wow. he's playing in the NHL. The, so one, the one time I microdosed before working out, I was doing chin ups, and I've never felt so light. I'm like, this is fucking easy. Like, really, super strength. Oh yeah, uh-huh. it's it, cordyceps yeah. in there. Well, I, I, that's the thing is you find that right dose for that right thing. I'm sure there's different ways of doing it. Yes. You know, like if you're, if you want it for pure focus and work, maybe studying or mm. something like that, I would say lion's mane and, and reishi the maybe too, reishi, like a little bit more to, to calm yourself yeah. down. If yeah. You're like me, like I'm really anxious and like, yeah, I just want to go, 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 like athletic. I just want to get out, but reishi is calm me down a bit. Reishi is a good idea because I had someone recommend <laughs> taking some lavender oil when you're doing a macro dose yep. to kind of help yeah yeah smooth things out but i would ma- i would imagine i would imagine that the the mushrooms complement each other and that's yeah. why lion's mane is so good with yeah. psilocybin well we actually have so with our line we have um all different we have all different we've kind of tried to hit every part of the day or every type of perfect thing excuse me yep Every type of uh, intention event that you need. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, yeah, so so we do have actually like a uh, it's essentially like a nighttime perfect nighttime blend as well. That is good because it's psilocybin. I mean, if you take too much of it, you're going to be up for a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and it'll stimulate you, stimulate you too much, especially like uh, our so um, our main blend is vibe up. That's like West Coast Microdose vibe up. So that's kind of where it all started. That's Sweet. the first one that we ever did. And that's pretty much we've stuck with the same blend the whole time. That one has guarana, which is a, it's like energy. in energy drinks. Right? Yep. It's like an extract. Nice. So there's guarana extract. There's psilocybin, either 50 milligrams, 100 milligrams, or 150 milligram nice. doses. And then there's lion's mane, cordyceps, and reishi. And I think, actually, I think that they've maybe uh, messed around a little bit with the formula, but that's what it, how it started. Okay. So that was like our main thing that we basically nice. ran with. And that was like the only one we had for a long time. And then now, um, my so wait, hold on. before we go to the next one, what, what, what would people feel from that one? So for that one, it, like, um, that would be something that I for a hockey, for me personally, yeah. before a hockey game, before a workout, some people take it before school. Like it's, it's really a uplifting. Yeah. It's, it's a versatile, um, cool. Yeah, it's a little versatile one, so it'll help you in whatever situation. Is that the limitless one that you felt? Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and like you know what, <laughs> like I feel, I feel like you can hit that limitless as as long as you hit the right dose. You don't mm-hmm. need necessarily lines, man, cordyceps, and reishi and stuff. Those are just helpers. Mm-hmm. But if you hit the right dose in psilocybin, yeah, it is insane what it does. It just mm-hmm. everything slows down. You get everything. It's easier yeah, to cool. like. I, I could mm-hmm. I could honestly use a microdose right now. Now, like, <laughs> yeah. but like everything comes like right. You know when you're thinking, you're like, what am I? Like you can't pull that out of your brain. Yep. It's just somewhere right. you can't get it. it. No, it's on the tip of your tongue. Yep. You can, it's right there. Whenever wow. you need it. So yeah, it's. I do. It's uh, it's funny because I do notice like subtle nuances like that. Like I feel like conversations are a lot easier to have. The the words are just rolling. Flow. Yeah, it's a flow. Like it's it's you. It's a vibe. Yeah. So there's quite a bit of trial and error then, eh, to find out what your what your 
doses yeah. for yourself. Exactly. And that's the key is it's for yourself because yeah. my dose is going to be different than your dose. That's going to be different than your dose. And the neat thing is it's just a psilocybin amount that you need to adjust. Yeah. So yep. The other stuff yeah. is just helpers. Yeah. Yep. So maybe you start with like a, what you were saying, like if you're a girl, maybe a 10 or a smaller person. Yeah. Maybe. It's just it, depending on your history, there's so many different yeah. variables. Yeah. The way I usually suggest, like depending on your, like if I'm giving it to a friend, I'll kind of just have a brief conversation with them first. Have you ever yeah. done psychedelics? Have you ever done mm-hmm. heavy doses? Have yeah. you ever mm-hmm. done, you know, just have a conversation, get to know them, see how big they are. Uh, generally I'll get them, you know, if it's, if it's my buddy, if it's a, a man and he's like my size, um, I'd probably start him on a hundred milligrams. Yeah. And what I would do, I'd say, okay, first time you take it, eat your food, eat, take it after you eat. Yeah. Oh, is right? that right? Okay. So it Not doesn't hit you as hard. Right. Yeah. And then say you don't really notice any, you don't always feel, uh, um, like a, it's sometimes it's just um, sub perceptual, so you're not necessarily feeling it, but you still get benefits. But if you're trying to hit that that perfect dose, yeah, and you don't feel it the first time after you've taken after eating, then the next day I suggest take it. Okay, take 100 milligrams before you eat, mm-hmm. right? And then so then you take one before you eat, and then oh, okay, maybe maybe that still wasn't it. Then now you can step up to two after right. you eat, yeah. And that's kind of I think the slowest progression and the best way to do it without getting hit too hard because you really don't want anyone to have to experience getting hit too hard. Too it's it's yeah. not terrible, but yeah. it's just, it catches you off guard sometimes. And yeah. it'll, t- it, it will, it will definitely deter you from wanting to do it again. Yeah. And it can that, for sure. That's why I think it's taken so long for it to get to market because everybody knows or has been through a bad, know someone that's been through a bad experience and it's like the scariest shit ever. Yeah. And it's like, guess what? You always make it through. Yeah. Uh, but I hundred hundred percent agree with you because yeah. yeah, the last thing you want is you're trying to help anxiety and depression yeah. and shit like that. If you go and take this, get way more anxiety. You're going to be t- depressed because there goes another potential treatment option out the window because you think that that's not going to work for you. Yeah. And the good thing about mushrooms is it per- almost works for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, it's it's pretty versatile uh, versatile drug. Going back yeah. to the anxieties and stuff that come up when people even just hear about mushrooms. Yeah. I mean, you can take the war on drugs was a pretty good reason that a lot of people are scared of mushrooms. Yep. Like, if you take a psychedelic, you're going to jump off. You're going to think you can fly oh, yeah. and jump off. Of, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like oh, even the, the commercial the drugs was insane. <laughs> the after, after school specials that they had about weed. Yeah. Like you're going to go into your dad's shotgun yeah. take, uh, cabinet and start killing people. Yeah. Yeah. Take, take these Xanax the doctor will prescribe you, but <laughs> yeah. addictive. don't take weed. Weed's yeah. addictive. Like, yeah. Give me a yeah, fucking break. Out, right? Hey, now so, is there a correlation with uh, people's tolerance with THC and and uh, with the same tolerance with psilocybin? That's a good question. I personally think there is. Like, if, if I was, that would probably be a question I'd ask someone. Like, yeah. um, you know, because the, the thing is, like, if if someone has a high tolerance to weed, they're, I would probably say they have a high tolerance to mushrooms. Maybe not high, but definitely higher. Higher. You can, yeah. you, you yeah. can definitely be, feel comfortable that they yeah. can take 100 milligrams and be all right. Yeah, if I were exactly. to... Like so I've got a super high tolerance with THC, mm-hmm. and the like. I've taken some two hundred and fifty milligram doses that are too much yeah. for me at times. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing that I that I've come to realize is niacin. Well, when you take niacin with your with your microdosing, it helps it process it through your body so yeah. well. Yeah, that's actually an ingredient that a lot of people implement into the micros i'm i'm pretty sure we actually have it i i it wouldn't surprise me because yeah a lot of the psilo uh like 
clinics and stuff like that are, are that's what I've been seeing. Is yeah. psilocybin, lion's mane, and niacin are just the best for brain health. Yeah, and in a society that's riddled with Alzheimer's and dementia and all these neurodegenerative things going on, um, you know, all the that, aluminum going to our brain. Oh, yeah. Buddy, yeah. oh man, yeah, people need some more cilantro and yeah. uh, fulvic and humic acids and zeolites and shit in their in their life to. Get rid of that stuff, and yeah, then you sure. need to rebuild and reprogram. And take care of yourself after. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. A lot of people so don't this is a good know. question, actually. So, okay, so I've bought myself some microdose. Right? I mean, we bought. The, I have two hundred fifty milligram. Like, we don't know what the hell we're doing. We're just starting yeah. off. Obviously, from this conversation, that might be too much for me to start off with. Maybe I should be seeing yeah. where I where I go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually gave one of my buddies one of those, um, a, a pack of those, and he said he's a smaller guy than I am. He doesn't even smoke weed. But he's really about the brain health kind of thing. So he took it. He's like, I had the opposite effect. He got tired. And he's like, I wasn't really boosting me up. Maybe it was too much okay, for him. Yeah, right? it could have been. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that before. And I don't I, I don't know if it's necessarily um, that it, he took too much. It's just that uh, from what I – my guess on it is it's your body res- like – responding to you and telling you what you should be doing and a lot of people need rest we're fucking overworked and and overstressed and and we don't we we take things like rest for granted and we think that sitting around after work after a long stressful day of work watching tv eating fucking garbage it's not not saying that your friend does that but i mean that's that's what people call rest but people also call i say that i'm healthy because i'm not in the hospital dying with meanwhile like you got you're on all these prescriptions and you got all these problems you're sick every month and stuff like that that's not how now not how we're supposed to be and and you know we we wake ourselves up with with alarm clocks and go to bed you know later than we should while being you know mind numb with all these technologies and shit like that so i don't think i think rest is something that that's just your mush, the mushrooms telling your body what to do. i agree with that rest thing because even when you're resting people are still scrolling or doing something oh, they're yeah. being activated yeah. yep even, even the even just having your phone in the room Mm-hmm. Like even the the fact your brain knows that that phone's in the room, you're not yep. even yeah. fully letting your nope. your guard down. You're, you're right. fully not able to. You're go still to wondering, oh, someone messaging me. You're yeah. still grabbing your yeah. phone to check your phone to see yeah. if anyone hit you. And and then yeah. on top of that, knowing what I know about EMF and five G and shit oh, like yeah. that, is exactly why I charge my phone downstairs. Yeah, I've I been charging go my sleep. phone upstairs. I gotta yeah. start doing that. My new place, I'm doing that for sure. Yeah, and you should another another room altogether. Yep. You know what we gotta make it make it normal to keep your phone away and just be doing nothing. Do nothing because yeah, how yeah. dope was you know Monday? What I was thinking yeah. it, it'd be such a simple <laughs> idea, and I thought like <laughs> when everything went like, down, why don't why don't we just make like a box you can put your phone in? Yeah, it'll mm. just kill the signal or whatever. Maybe you know yeah, it's a fair, yeah. it's, it's a, a Faraday box, box. You know, your family puts your phone in the box, even if it's just an hour a day. You know, like I, I've been talking. You know how about actually this. easy those things are yeah, to make, right? Yeah, just Fair, it's a Faraday cage, yeah. and if you're making that that small, mm-hmm. uh, that'd be so easy th- to make. Does that I, mean signals don't come in? Yep, yeah. it blocks everything. And I, I just think it'd be good for families in general to be yeah. like, okay, how about one, every day at yeah. dinner time we put our phones in a yeah. box and we just we're present, we enjoy Everyone's time with present. each other. It's oh. time for a sound clip. <laughs> I 100% agree, man. That, yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. I am noticing, though, I don't know, I'm super addicted to my phone. I'm noticing it. I'm like, oh my God, this is it's terrible. Bad. I pull yep. over, about to hop out. I look at my phone. I scroll for like another five minutes of, I don't know what the hell I just spent my time on. Yep. 
It makes me it's, sick sometimes. No, I get like, I get like, oh my god, anxiety I'm addicted. Well, that you know why that is? <laughs> it's because you're conscious. You know, you're actually conscious, and so you, you know, it's it's good people do bad things, and that's a bad thing to do, and we know it, but we still do it because it's an addiction, and it, it, that's I think we need to start like that's what. Uh, one of the reasons why I really want to get into uh, the distribution of psilocybin is to help with addictions. Um, But we need to start calling addictions what they are. And like there's addictions to coffee, to sugar, to electronics, to drama, literal addictions to drama. Like there's There's people that like love it. I think the biggest addiction I see on a day-to-day basis is food. Oh, food, yeah. like food yep. is the biggest addiction that yeah. people are dealing with on a day to day and, and they don't know. And, and the worst part is munching all the time is actually putting yeah. your body into a state and of stress because yeah. digesting all the time. Yeah. And and a lot of the times it's not even fucking food that people no, are eating. It's food like products. Food. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. It's like you know you filling you a look void. At the, you look at the ingredients list and it's like fifty different things. It's that's not. Food. Yeah, you know, the like, ingredients should be food. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. what? Yeah. Like the ingredients list should be the fucking label of what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, you guys seen that documentary, uh, "Hungry for Nutrition"? No, uh, it's no. pretty good. It talks about all the MSG and all the foods. Yeah, oh yeah, everything has MSG in it. Like eighty percent of the foods that you find, yep, never had it before. Everything has it because enhancers and flavors tricks your brain into thinking what you're eating is actually healthy. Yep. So when we're hungry, after watching the documentary, I realized like, every time you're hungry, you're not actually hungry for food. You're hungry for nutrition. Mm-hmm. So you grab what you think is tasty and what's good for you, but it's tricking your brain that, that mm-hmm. MSG. And they have this example of fat-induced, MSG-induced mice, which are like mice that are eating normal food, mice that are eating MSG-induced, and they're super fat. Yeah. Right, because it's uh, it just bypasses something in your brain, and you just store all the fat. And it's the same thing, and it, it also it's it's uh, the same thing with GMOs as well. There, that's in eighty percent of the food now too. Yeah, and and in, even in the things that are like said that they're organic and stuff like that it's kind of like saying that saying that flour is organic yeah, and exactly. put in 200 dollars more on a pound yeah. just, you know like yeah so which leads me to believe so i mean the way things are going i mean every time i talk about people doing these like shaman retreat type things my buddy just did ayahuasca nice, mushroom yeah. trip on the weekend is awesome man. yeah and he i did really a, want to try ayahuasca it's great so he did a three-day he said he wanted to go to crazy cleanse so he started eating vegan went on a three-day crazy fast then became did vegan for another three more days. This is and his then, preparation for the ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yep. Then I think he, this was a mushroom trip, but he did ayahuasca as well. Oh, okay. But okay. he did this for his mushroom trip. His mushroom ceremony. Yeah. Ceremony. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he came out of it. Told me it was amazing. He's trying to invite me to the next one. Tell me I got to do it. And I'm like, oh, that's a serious. Was it local? It was local. Yeah. There's one in Maple, Maple Ridge. Chase. That, that I don't know. I don't know who do. it is. I wonder. Um, I, I would have. It might be. Yeah. We must know him, right? Yeah, must I'm be sure it's someone right? within the circle for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, it's not a it's not a huge circle. Not yeah. yet, no. Yeah, so it's growing. Holy, because yeah. so the the thing is too. Like I know we were talking earlier about people like taking too high of a dose and like and just the war on drugs and how everyone's scared of psychedelics and scared of these things. And like, yeah, the one thing to keep in mind and, the, and and something that I've learned is like the medicine will never give you more than you can handle. Mm-hmm. You mm. know, like it really won't as long as you're not abusing it. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. as long as you're not grabbing a whatever, eating 20 grams of mushrooms with your buddies while you're drinking. Right. Stupid Fucking, shit. Like, you know yeah. what? You could eat 20 grams of mushrooms if you do it in the right way and you have you run a ceremony and you have proper procedure and you, you re- slowly ramp up. You can do it. I know people that do ceremonies with 50 grams of mushrooms. Holy shit. Yeah. And, wow. but, but I'm just saying, like, as long as it's not being abused, the medicine won't give you more than you can handle. It'll get you close. Yeah. You know, but it knows. Like, when I did ayahuasca, my ayahuasca ceremony was insane. Like, I was on my way up. 
I was on my way up. I did my ceremony in Vernon. So I was on my way up with my, with my, my chick was driving me and I, uh, she was going to drop me off at this place. And, and I had done weeks and weeks of preparation. My diet was in check. I wasn't drinking coffee. I wasn't smoking weed. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't, I wasn't poisoning my body at all. No nice. pharmaceutical stuff. Like there's literally like my body was just dialed. Mm-hmm. So I went up uh, and on my way up, uh, I was on the highway up and I, I remember telling my, my girlfriend, I'm like, um, I'm going to take as much as they'll give me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take, like, I want double. Yeah. Like, just give me as much as you can give me. Like, I'm ready. I've never done ayahuasca ceremony. You want to see aliens or something. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. ready, man. I was, yeah. like, so prepared for it. I thought. I yeah. thought I was prepared for it. Yeah. I was, like, and I thought, like, my my idea of ayahuasca was, like, sunshine and rainbows. Uh-huh. I was, like, dude, I'm going to do, this is going to be the greatest. I'm going to connect with no, that's, some that, sort that's of after. gods and, like, all this, right? <laughs> like, I'm, like, thinking it's going to be the easiest thing ever. Not easy. I never thought it was going to be easy. But It'd I was, like, fun. I was, like, excited of yeah. how how much fun and blissful this is going to be. So so I get to the ceremony and we start to do all our prep work and we had a really good, it was a really great uh, shaman. Um, her name's Lena and she was fantastic. And so we do all our prep work and you're basically just raising your vibrations, doing your prep work. So a lot of breath work. Mm-hmm. We, did, we did an hour straight of wow. heavy breath work. Crazy. And mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. The whole room was vibrating. Oh yeah. Like you no joke. It. Like yeah. the whole room was vibrating. Like, Absolutely. Like, you would feel like, I don't know if you guys have done like heavy breath work or like Wim Hof. Yeah. I know Shane oh, yeah. has actually, Big time. but, um, the, you know when you start vibrating, like you mm-hmm. feel your fingertips, like it feels mm-hmm. like a train's driving by or something. Really? But like, yep. like you could just feel your frequency; it's just ripping. It, it felt like after using the fucking weed eater for oh, for yeah. like three years. <laughs> yeah. So so you, the whole room was like that. So we all yep. got our vibrations up, and then uh, literally vibrating. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like the whole room it was insane. So yep. then then we're ready for our medicine, right? Yeah. And I was actually first up, and I've never taken it before, so I'm like, and I had. It was nice. I had a couple, a friend there that was beside me, which was kind of nice having someone I knew mm-hmm. recognize right beside me. Yeah. So I walk around the room and I'm the first one to get my medicine. So I sit down and she looks at me and she looks like deep. Like she looked into my soul. I can feel it. And she looks right at me. She smiles. She goes, hmm. Mother Ayahuasca tells me you need double. No. <laughs> and right away, I was like, like in my head, I'm like, holy wow. shit. How did she know? Like, yeah. wow. And then she's like, and then I was kind of like, now I'm kind of like, oh shit. What did I just get myself into? Yeah. I never told anyone here I wanted double, but just, I just put that out in the put universe. That vibe. Yeah. I put that out in the universe. And next thing you know, and that's when I realized I'm like, holy crap, this medicine is powerful. Yeah. I haven't even taken it yet. And it's already been working, working yep. with me. Yeah. You know, yep. and I, and I noticed two, two weeks prior to, to my ceremonies, things were starting to happen. So mm-hmm. the medicine starts working with you before you even sit down and, and take the medicine. Wow. Yeah. It's really gnarly. So, so far, I take my double dose and I go back and I sit down and uh, everyone's taking their medicine. Does it hit you right away or how does well, it work? Well, we'd been fasted for 24 hours. So okay. I hadn't eaten. So it hits you pretty quick. Like probably like 20, 20, 20 to 30 minutes is how quick it hit me. So like people were still getting their doses when it was starting to hit me. Shit. So it hit me hard, like mm. hard. Like I've never experienced something like this in my life like i've experienced psychedelics i've i've experienced crazy dmt trips crazy mushroom trips um 
But this hit me like it hit me like I was on DMT for the first hour was like an hour long. Yeah, DMT is only like a short. DMT is like five to ten minutes kind of thing. Like it's it's depending on on how you do it. I guess you go up, you say hi to God quickly, and come back down. Yeah, right. So so when this ayahuasca hit me, it rocked me, and and it took me straight to the darkest corners of my brain. No, no that like, way. It took me to all the, like, things that I put so deep in my mind that I didn't ever want to think about, and I just buried them away, were getting put right in front of my face, like, right mm, on my nose. Really? And I was like, and I was like, and I, I remember, like, it was yesterday, I had two crystals in my hands, one for each of my children, and I was just, like, kept trying to think of my kids, and, like, I had that on a piece of paper, like, love written down on a piece of paper, and I was like, I just kept trying to think of my family because I didn't want to let go. I was too scared. Like, I didn't want to let go. And I was getting pulled into this dimension of, like, scary things yeah. that I, I had to deal with. But I was too scared. I was like, no, I can't. I can't. So I just kept thinking of my family, trying to distract myself. Yeah. To try to hold yeah. myself out of this dimension, this scary, scary dimension. And then eventually I realized, I remember in our prep work, the shaman telling me, like, when this happens, you have to let go. Like, you yeah. have to open up. You have to let go. It'll be fine. Don't worry. So I remember like, okay, well, I just got, I just got to do it. Like, it's scary. It was scary, man. Like these dark looking entities are just pulling me and you could see, you could see into the rooms that you're going into, but they're, you're like, that room doesn't, you don't, it doesn't look scary, but you have your intuition tells you that Mm. you're like, that's not, you don't want to go there. So eventually I got to the point where I'm like, okay, I got to go. I got to just go. Yeah. And so I ended up just letting go completely and just shooting right into these these darker dimensions, this like scary place that I didn't really want to go. And then as soon as I did that, all these things started coming in front of me. Like every issue I ever had, like all these things I had buried away in my brain getting put no right way. in front of me. Wow. And as soon as it would come in front of me, I would see what it was and I was like, oh shit. And then I would just say, I love you. Thank you. You've served me. Now I'm letting you go. And it would go away and I haven't ever thought of it since. And then wow. the next one comes up. I love you. You've served me. Thank you. I'm letting go. Boom. I did this. I did this for a friggin' hour, dude. Holy shit. I hit like every, like. And you never thought of these moments before this. This Like I knew the things that I had done and the things that had happened. And I knew I had memories of all the stuff that was coming up, but I had buried them away Mm -hmm. because I didn't want like, you know, like when it's like trauma, when you go through trauma or child abuse or something like that, you just bury it away. Yeah. Whereas like these things were coming up and I was like, holy crap. Like I kind of, you kind of forget about it. And then when you, you're like, oh, and it. And the way ayahuasca works and well, mm. psychedelics in general is they come in waves. So that's another thing. They're not, if, yeah. they, if they came full tilt or high RPM the whole time, you wouldn't be able to handle it. No. Right. But the way they come is when you come up, you'll come up, come up, come up. And it's like, oh, this is scary. This is scary. This is scary. Yeah. And then right when you get to the point where you can't quite handle it, it lets off. Yeah. And then you're like, oh. And the second it starts letting off, you're immediately grateful for the, the scary shit you were just wow. going through. Yeah, it's it, like within, as soon as it lets off, you're like, Oh my God, that oh. was the best. Like, you're so like, I needed that. Like, give me more. Yeah. And then yeah. he comes back and you're like, Oh, and you're like, no, I don't want more. And then and it's it, like, let's off. And you're like, Oh, thank you. And you just, so I did this for probably an hour and a half. And so you, were you told to thank? Yeah. So that was another it? thing we yeah. learned from the shaman in our prep work was things are going to come up and yeah. you're not going to, you're going to be whatever. She basically said this would happen at some point. Just make sure you thank them and say that you have served me. Yeah, and you and who are you thanking? You you're thanking. Them. You're uh, basically thanking the the entity. The you're thanking the everything. Universe, Mother Ayahuasca. You're thanking yeah, the whole. Yeah, and you're just letting go of that 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 baggage that you've been holding on. So, you know, it's. Uh, I think 
you, you talk about all these things that you bury and put away, you know, and I, and then I think about from there, I think about generational trauma and I like, it just makes sense why we're at where we're at in this current stage of life because there's generation after generation that that have done exactly that but never fucking fixed it never dealt with it yeah so we just got years and years Mm. and decades of generational trauma that needs to be dealt with and that that's why psychedelics are so great because that's that's one thing that i've always said about psychedelics or mushrooms at least because that's about i've microdosed lsd but other than that, that's mm-hmm. as far as I've you gone. You have gone on any like heavy doses, heavy heavy journeys? Not on LSD. I've Not done yet. I've done big doses of uh, mushrooms before, mushrooms, yeah. and I've had bad trips. And the funny thing about bad trips is, I, you're it's exactly like you said. You feel great after because yeah. you made it through it, yeah. and you always do. And that's a cool thing about it. And that's why it's so weird. That's and you that, always get the best lessons from the bad trips. Absolutely. You know, like it's like when you smoke too much weed or something, and then you go into a room and you're like, and you're like. Oh, am I talking too loud? Am I am yeah. I am I rude to that guy? Like, yeah. what what's bad about that? You know, yeah. you think it's bad because you're overthinking, but at the end of the day, you are being ultra considerate for other people, yeah. and you're yeah. rethinking about how you act yeah. and stuff like that. Like, that's what happens to me when I get crazy too awareness. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. like, oh my yeah, god, awareness. Was I taught like my? I've always had it. I always had an issue, and I'm I'm constantly battling it where I'll talk over people. And I think yeah. it's so rude. We all do it here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but it's, get excited. But it's, yeah. it's so rude, oh, yeah. but everyone does it. And yeah. it's something that like, yeah, I've always wanted to work on. But when I get high as fuck yeah. and I'm in a situation where I'm like talking over, I'm always aware of it. If I'm stoned as fuck yeah. and I talk yeah. over someone, I'll be like, oh, shit. I'll like Sorry. put myself in check right away. Whereas if I'm not, it'll be a lot easier for me to just keep going. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I just get excited. Especially or if you're drinking or something like that. Yeah. That oh, drinking is all about talking over people, right? Yeah. 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 Drink, it's funny because drinking was always the legal one and weed was yeah, always no bad. Shit, right? but, uh, <laughs> yeah. One's one destructive. One is one's... Make, one's making you disconnect more from yep. people and not connect with the person beside you at all. And the other one makes you connect with someone more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when I smoke weed, I think about you and you more. Mm-hmm. I, if I drink, I don't give a fuck about either of you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going that way. Or yeah. you, you guys can come. Yeah. But the girls are over there yeah. or whatever it is right yeah, yeah it's just ego, ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 exactly holy shit that feeds the ego yeah yeah it's a vibrational thing right? yeah exactly. so would you recommend since you've had this ayahuasca trip would you say everyone should probably you would recommend totally totally man like i like yeah, I and, and hey and not and to just we gotta to, do it oh yeah, hell yeah totally and just to finish off what i went through it wasn't just all f- dark at all so after I got through that that scary, intent, wouldn't even say scary, but the harder part of the journey, as soon as I got through it, and you know, yeah, so I'll, I'll explain the rest of it after, but as soon as I got through that, the second I finished all this work, I instantly shot into the light. Like just, I remember like this white light beaming onto me and I just yeah. shot right out of my body into the, like pure wow. bliss and when i got into there i see my grandpa and i connected with my grandpa for like a half an hour and we went through childhood memories me and my grandpa wow. went through my childhood memories no in a third person like a movie watching yeah. me and him sitting around the fire singing yeah things that i forgot about my childhood kind of you know wow and it was it was crazy because my memory I think maybe because of some of the stuff I'd gone through of my childhood, I always looked back on it and thought negative for some Mm -hmm. reason. When I went through this experience, a lot of the early stuff was the negative, moving it over to the side. Yeah. And then showing me why I should be grateful for my childhood at the end. Yeah. So when I, when I finished my whole perspective on my 
upbringing mm-hmm. had been changed. It shifted completely. Unreal. So it was like, it was life-changing 100%. Oh, man. And it went from me, but on my way to the ceremony, being like, oh, when I, I got raised, everything happened to me. You know, mm. like all, all I remember was the bad things because yeah. that's normal for yeah. your memory. You Those ones yeah. really like are easy to remember and you forget about the good things. Whereas when I went through this, I got to let go of a lot of the bad things and then it was reintroduced to the good things. Yeah. Wow. So it was like the, yeah, like it was unbelievable. Damn, yeah. did, did, obviously you talked to everybody else that did this too. So yeah. did they have similar experiences like this yeah, good, bad thing? Or? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think uh, on most ayahuasca journeys in general, it seems to be up and down like you'll go through one side and come back on the other yeah uh, sometimes it goes one way sometimes it goes the other first um the girl i was talking to in the morning when we were doing our closing ceremonies and stuff she was uh they call him an angel so there's uh helpers in the room that help the shaman yeah and they they actually take a little tiny bit of the medicine just to so they have be the on same, your frequency so they're on the same right yeah, yeah. yep they're resonating the same and on the same um yeah, frequencies and stuff. So they'll be walking around the room, feeling the room. And she told me, this is crazy too. She told me that uh, when I was going through my like dark, dark, like they could all tell. I even, uh, I even seen the shaw the shaman looked over at me and she kind of looked at me and that I could see the look on her face. That's when I was like, oh no. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. I'm in it. I'm yeah. in one. Because I yeah. seen the look on her face, and then she looked at, I guess, at one of the angels, the helpers, and, like, flagged her over to come check me out. Yeah. But I didn't know, because I'm like, you have a eye thing on. And I was mm. taking it on and off, because it was getting too intense. Oh, so I was taking really? my eye thing off, like, okay, I'm still, this is still in reality. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it would make things a little bit less intense, and then I'd be like, okay, I'll go back in. <laughs> yeah. And I'd put my eye mask down. So then I guess the angel, this girl walked in behind me when it was really intense for me. And I remember feeling it, but I guess she said she did Reiki mm-hmm. on, oh, my, on really? me. She yeah. started like rubbing her hands together, doing Reiki on my back. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know, but I remember when she did that, I felt it. Yep. And it, wow. and it immediately released. That was when, when she did that Reiki was when I first had the courage to let go. I was cool. still hanging on. Wow. And I was still fighting it. Yeah. And then she came and did Reiki behind me and shot this positive energy into me. And, yep. and I guess I felt it and I let go. And I didn't cool. know this until the morning when we partnered up in our closing ceremonies. And I didn't even know I'd never talked to her before. Mm-hmm. Like I seen her in the ceremony, but I hadn't really got a chance to really connect with her one-on-one. And then after we we're doing our closing ceremonies, we were talking and she told me that. And I was like, I rem- I knew as soon as she said it, yeah, exactly knew, the moment yeah. because yep. I couldn't do it without that. That's yep. cool. Yeah. That, yeah. That she she put her hands cool. on me, but I could feel the energy shoot nah. through my neck. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty pretty crazy. Story. Yeah, I've I've done a I've done a podcast with a guy that's done an ayahuasca ceremony and he's saying very he said very similar things to what you're saying. Uh, yeah. You know, like he said that, that he referred to the medicine as a woman. Uh, yeah. he said she came to me and said, "You think you know love?" And then just hit him with the 500 hertz unconditional love frequency. And he's just a, he said, fucking bald like a little girl and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I bet that would be a hell of a feeling. Yeah, you'll laugh, cry. Wow. She shot know. it with his with her hands. Well, no, they, like the the medicine, like the oh, medicine came yeah, in yeah, and I talked to him. Yeah. And but I mean, it, as soon as you said that the angel came over to you, I'm like in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, she did some Reiki on him because yeah. I, I, I that totally makes sense. Yeah. That is exactly who you would want yeah. right near you. And it's like it would. I I've kind of like 
sometimes when I pray and I want to, I want to, uh, you know, help someone, what I'll do is envision myself with wings and like bringing my wings over them and like, yeah. you know, wrapping them in, in wings. And it's funny because he yeah. said that they're an angel. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's interesting. Wow. Yeah. So, well, so they, so mother, so a mother is a common uh, referral or reference to ayahuasca in general. Yeah. They call ayahuasca mother ayahuasca. Yeah. Um, so it's generally, they say, it's just a different type of lesson you'll get from ayahuasca. Um, so I, my understanding, cause I haven't done Ibogaine, Ibogaine and I, which I is Ibogaine and Iboga. It's kind of the other side. Uh, that's called father Ibogaine and mother mm. ayahuasca. Oh, so father Ibogaine is more of like a hard hitting, like, you know, like tough love, tough, tough love, love. Yeah. kind of yeah. mother ayahuasca is more loving. Right. Gotcha. But they're from my understanding. Cause I haven't done, I was going to do, uh, was it Ibogaine. Yeah. I think it was Iboga actually is mm-hmm. what I was. No, it was Ibogaine. So I, Iboga comes from Ibogaine, but I gotcha. think there are two different intentions in the two of them. But, Interesting. um, yeah, so father, I began, mother, ayahuasca. So so when I heard that, I was like, oh, so I began harder than that was kind of <laughs> my immediate response because yeah. you think like tough love is harder. Yeah. My buddy's like, no, you, c- you can't even compare the two of them. It's just totally it's different. different. Yeah, exactly. totally different. He's like, honestly, for me, ayahuasca was harder, but, you know, and maybe that would be the same for me because I'm more masculine that that's kind of taking me a little bit more out of my mm-hmm. comfort mm-hmm. zone and stuff, but that's what I need. Yeah. And that's why I like a female shaman too, because it's more of a feminine energy in the room, which yep. is what I need more. Because yep. yeah. I I was really upraised with masculinity. Like my dad was a jail guard, you know, and and that was just what it was about. It was like mm. you better be tough. Yeah, you know, we don't give hugs around here and say I love you, and you know what I mean. It's just yeah, it yeah. was. That's my generation after generation after generation. That's how it was. So. so so uh, generational yeah. trauma. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so that was something that I needed, and I, I really got lots out of it, and I would strongly ago, suggest it to anybody. How long ago did you do this? Uh, how long ago? Yeah. Um, I remember you telling us this when we when all of this shit was first going down, and we we yeah, it was met up over a year ago. Yeah, now. it was it was fresh because I remember yeah. you saying that about how I wanted to do double and shit like yeah, that. But you never really crazy. got into what it was like. How and I, wa- was. I was I've always wanted to hear what that was like from yeah. from your Man, perspective. I'm sold. I want to do it. Well, I, <laughs> yeah. I what we should do it. is we'll put together. We should put our, together our own group, and I'll bring in a shaman. Yeah, there, there's do. local shamans. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought, like the shaman that I have, she like the thing is, if you're a shaman, a true shaman is trained out down south, right? Yeah, like yeah, you're gonna come. South. That's like, my, what I've heard is with yeah. ayahuasca to that the best way to do ayahuasca yeah. is in South America. Honestly, there's so many like self-proclaimed shaman around. They're like, oh, I've mm. I've eaten mushrooms a hundred times, so I'm a shaman <laughs> or whatever. But you know, at the end of the day, like I just don't think something like that's something you mess with. No, you're yeah. you're, you're born you're, into that. You're yeah, and yeah, like, it's and a life. You have a calling, and yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. when you go, not to say that you can't be a shaman without going to Peru, because I think maybe. I don't know. Maybe you can, maybe you can't, but I agree the way you, though, it works, there's way too many people out there trying to fucking many. fake it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But but uh basically the way it works to truly be a shaman of a certain type of medicine as far as my understanding, like my friend is uh he's um he does uh cambo. So oh, I, think okay. I told you about this before. Yep. Cambo is an intense one. Cambo is not a psychedelic, but cambo fucks you up <laughs> <laughs> you get a lot of lessons from cambo without the trip yeah. no yeah. shit eh? cambo is uh so it's called jungle vaccine 
Okay. And it's actually uh, use it, they use it to cure malaria and and other sorts of diseases yeah. and stuff like that in the jungle. Probably. It does pretty good for COVID. Honestly, too, yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I did it right at the beginning of COVID when I didn't really know what the fuck was going on. Because yeah. at the very beginning, I'm like, okay, are they releasing something? Like my immediate brain went to, oh shit, here yep. we are. It's yeah. happening, but I don't know who's it, who's responsible and what play they're well, doing yet. And, and at that point too, we had all seen the videos oh, of yeah. people just we were fucking all passing dying out and in dying in the streets yeah. of China, China yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. It's so amazing we all, propaganda. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Got everybody scared. Yeah. So, scared. So, with, uh, so I did Campbell right at the beginning of COVID, but Campbell is basically a poisonous frog yeah. and they, ex- <clears throat> they uh, secrete the, the whatever it is, the the medicine off of the frog yeah. and they don't hurt the frogs. Like they've done this for years. They actually tie them up. Like they're really gentle with them. They'll catch them. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they freaking call the frogs and the frogs come to them. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's super call. gnarly, man. Like I remember watching a video on it and like the frogs come down to them and then they just put a stick out and the frog comes on the stick and then they just walk back to camp. No way. And they tie them up, like stretch their legs and their arms out. Yeah. And then they like scrape. Good. Yeah, they like, like scrape. Venom or whatever that yeah, is they like scrape all the stuff off of them, and then they use that. So what they do is they burn little holes in your skin, so they'll burn a layer of your skin off. Yeah, just like one little layer, like a little dot. They do dots on you, and then they put the poison on the dots. That's insane. And How the, the hell did anybody sec- figure this out? <laughs> I remember my buddy actually telling me the whole, the whole story of how they kind of came across it, and it was something someone. Some shaman was just called into. Oh into wow! Doesn't, told. doesn't the Simpsons do an episode like it's one of the old? I think they were doing school. like licking the toads. So that yeah, been licking like the five, yeah. That would be five meo DMT. So <sighs> that would be like a the strongest psychedelic on the planet comes from a toad. It's called five meo DMT. That's what Mike Tyson always smokes. And he it. and he says that shit saved his life too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I haven't it. tried that yet. I haven't got a chance. But I don't. I'm not going to do that outside of a ceremony either. No. Like I never would do a psychedelic that strong outside yeah. of a ceremony. But uh, no, so, you're going to fucking end up in the middle of the street naked and yeah. gender, getting yourself arrested yeah. and wake yeah. up in jail and wonder yeah. what the fuck you'll happened. Be the, you'll be the next war on drugs propaganda. <laughs> no kidding. Poster boy. Hundred percent. So Florida, we can put, man. we can put this together. Then we got we can get the shaman. We get those angels. Sure. We get yeah, hundred percent. You we, know a shaman. We know a shaman. We know a shaman. Tilo. Well, he's not a shaman. No, no, he's not a shaman. No, no, he's done those ceremonies. He was. No, t- he's the he's the guy that cleans up the puke. Whatever. Oh, he would be an angel. I think yeah, he's he an angel. Helps, and he has yeah. the jibbery Jew. Whatever that jibbery do. Whatever. He plays uh, all. These, he's got all these flutes. Oh, yeah. And crazy. yeah I wonder if I've been to a ceremony. Is he from here around here? Yeah. No, no, dude. He's from Vernon. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah, yeah cool. almost. He, oh, I would cool. bet that he's he was one of the angels at oh, the, yeah, at that ceremony. No, they were all girls except oh, okay. for one older guy. But but, but is, maybe he ran into it. Some he, he is an older guy. Okay, so that very well could have been. He's from he's from Vernon. He brought he's brought like he's got multiple wood flutes. He's that made he, his own flutes. Yeah, cool. and like and they're some of them are like five twenty eight, some are five thirty four thirty two cool. and shit. Okay. He did the didgeridoo right in Jihad's right in my chest. chest. Oh, buddy, it was, it was not when cool. you do, I felt the vibration. When you do psychedelics and you have like yeah. a sound bath of some sort, yeah. it is insane. Yeah, I remember so, doing DMT colors, at yeah. my friend's house, yeah. and like my friend had like my friends, my friends one of my business partners, but he, he's very well versed in that holding space for people and doing nice. DMT, mostly DMT ceremonies is what I've done with them. I haven't, mm-hmm. uh, and I've done a couple mushroom ceremonies actually, obviously, <laughs> but, uh, obviously. but the DMT, I remember doing a DMT ceremony and it was just me and him. So it was like, just, you know, I'd go over there any day of the week and we'd be like, 
I'm Don't feeling pretty cold. <laughs> me- medicine's calling me. And then we, <laughs> and then we go upstairs and whatever. So I remember the one time it was just me and him. There actually might have been one of his other friends there, which is crazy actually now that I think about it because he died. And I remember having a gnarly DMT trip with him in it, but Ooh. he wasn't on DMT. Oh. And then when he passed away, I was like, it like hit me hard, even though I didn't yeah. really know him very well. It hit me really hard because I had this crazy. You had the connection with yeah. him. Yeah. But uh, so anyways, I remember doing the DMT and I was laying on my back and I did some hepe, which is like a tobacco that they blow up your nose and it okay. like raises your wow. vibration. It's like pretty intense. Just that. You, if I just do that with a meditation, I'm psychedelic. I'm journeying. Yep. Like I can go straight, Astral straight to space. Yeah. Yep. Mm. But uh, so I'm laying on my back and he's just playing a drum over top of me. Oh my God. Wow. And I remember like it was just like boom. Every time he'd hit boom. it, it would just send me farther. Oh, wow. send me farther. Send me farther. Yeah, it was crazy. You want to, what I want to do is a, like a good mushroom trip with uh, and just load a bunch of those sync tuition fucking meditation sounds yeah sure like sister. the frequency ones or? yeah, yeah. So, same tuition is a is a different app it's like 3d mm, sounds nice. and like it fucking travels crazy. through the like it's Sick. interesting it's crazy how well the, that some of that like sounds and musics work like the Absolutely, high frequency yeah. ones like oh yeah i was feeling some anxiety yesterday and i was like nah, i'll try this and i put on like i can't remember what frequency it was but instantly anxiety gone yeah i would guess that's 432 or yeah. yeah, healing five twenty eight or something. That's a yeah. healing one. It's pretty yeah. cool, man. So yeah, Solfeggio, S O L F E G G I O. He's like the godfather of a lot of these oh, yeah, uh, okay. frequencies. He sticks around five twenty eight a lot, but no, when did they these... change that? Let's let's go into some conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was, just, I was just wanting to. I wanted to <laughs> here, switch here gears. We are. Yeah, yeah, I think it was nineteen forty. That it, they changed so it from, from. So why did they change it? To fuck people's <laughs> fucking brains and start have controlling. You, have people. you seen the frequency that they use? Like I think it's four thirty two. Is the four forty now? Right. What, was, 40, it, what was it before though? Four thirty two. Four thirty two is the natural. So like Beethoven look, is in four thirty two. Yeah. So if you look at a four thirty two, you know when they do like the sand on the table, yeah. they play the sounder. If you look at four thirty two, and then you look at the four forty that we're yeah. using now. Yeah. It you can tell yeah, it's, it's not it wouldn't be good for you if if you look disruptive four thirty two is like a beautiful right? snowflake looking it's a, thing yeah. it's a sacred geometry yeah. shape four forty looks like some kindergartner threw a bunch of sand on a thing and or yeah. whatever right like yeah. it doesn't look crazy? good yeah, yeah. it's so distorted it's, yeah, yeah absolutely so but. it's like quite to me when I see something like that it's like obviously this one's going to be the one that's good and this is the one that's not yeah yeah but, well, it's it's a good way to control people right. You, Keep them, Keep them low vibrating. Low, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Low, low, low vibration. Yeah. And again, back to what we were talking earlier, that's why alcohol is, is illegal. Why is alcohol and, legal and all and, the other drugs are illegal yeah. is because alcohol lowers your vibration more than anything. And as, as big of a fucking pothead as I am, and I like, I like my THC, and it gets you high... I think they legalize that too because marijuana is it gets you to a point, but it's also actually limiting in itself. Yeah, I think I, I think that's what what well, you got to rem- you got to remember too all the stuff that is in it nowadays. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. So like marijuana in the jungle is yeah. a lot different than the marijuana that Very me true. or you guys see every day. Like yeah. you know, I grew weed for years on and off, and 
I, you, when you're in a competitive market or whatever, you need to you gotta get that quad you need to grow the best weed, right? Yeah. So how do you grow the best weed? You got to use all the best nutrients or what they say is the best nutrients. nutrients. And some of the, yeah. pretty much, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I don't like a lot of the shit's bad, really bad. And then hmm. um, there's sprays that they're using for molds uh, prevention. The most oh, people right. are Mold most people yes. are spraying even if they don't have powdery mildew they're still spraying as a preventative yeah so it's like that's not coming off like you know and like and how many and you don't know when you're getting your weed on the street you don't know how are they doing it what are they doing that's right are they are they proper are they doing are they running proper procedures yeah or are they just doing their 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 mold sprays and leaving the shit on not even spraying it with water the next day does organic weed have that on there well, exactly. if it's real organic weed, it, it shouldn't, right? Yeah. It, it can't be. If it's not, it's not organic. If it has that stuff on it, so um, like I did say, as much as I fucking do not want to support the government at all, their mm. weed is much cleaner than most weed actually, on the street because it's actually regulated. Yeah, it yeah. is, right? So, but you can find there is some pretty crazy growers growing some pretty crazy organics. Yeah, but they're expensive, mm-hmm. like real expensive. Yeah, so, it's just like in the grocery store. Yeah, right? yeah. So, but I think that's another thing too, though, if they know that. They can get all their stuff in there. Yeah. If, and you know what? I can't even speak too much about the government weed because who knows what the fuck they're putting in it. Yeah, actually. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're point. probably like, Very you can't use this, this, and this nutrient. You need to use this, this, and this. It's probably worse, honestly. Could be GMO so crap in there, too. We don't know. Yeah, exactly. They're so. probably spraying. Is there GMO they're, weed they're probably well, spraying th- the vaccine Yeah, there, there is, yeah. Oh, yeah, GMO. I think what they're doing is, I know that they're talking about making making it so you have to go from seed or something like that. So you have to grow their their strains, the government strains, which once that happens, then you're growing GMO weed yeah. and mm-hmm. wet yeah. weed's been weaponized, right? So, I, which like is name? Who, who is saying Fuck that? They ruined it all. Uh, uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. What? Saying what? Fuck. What do you do? What would you say? What's uh, the fucking... Uh, oh, Alex Jones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like that? All I had to do is put my arms in the air, stick my tongue out and go, ah. oh, Alex Jones. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly who I was portraying. That was perfect. Right? That was good. I wish, I wish you had that on video. Oh, my God. That was yeah. amazing. <laughs> that's the guy. Right? Exactly. That's exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, like... So anyways, Alex Jones has been saying for years that they've weaponized marijuana. I don't know. I've never gone into it, but fuck, that guy said a lot of crazy shit that's come true. Well, that's the thing. I I used to deny a lot. Like, I used to be like, okay, that's a little much, even though I was pretty sure it probably would happen, but... He said so oh. much shit that has so came the vaccine true. passports. All that was was Alex Jones talk. Now it's all true. Yeah, yeah. and and the funny thing is, all the people that called us conspiracy theorists for yeah. talking about vaccine passports are now the people supporting it. Yeah, yeah. and they're the people that are saying that we're fucking causing all this shit or whatever. It's our fault, and they're like, "How's that make There's sense?" No logic whatsoever first, behind it. No. First time in medical history. Where the performance of the drug or lack thereof is being based on the people not, not taking, taking it. it. Yeah, what the fuck sense? is going on? Hold on. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. Yeah. yeah. Come, on, uh, man. Come on, man. I use that one a lot. That's hilarious. Um, no, I mean, it's just the most ridiculous thing. You're like, oh, let's get into conspiracy theories. I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't have any more. Yeah. All, they've all come true. There's no such thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys no. seen the latest uh, thing uh, with uh, what's it called a uh, freaking Fauci talking about Thanksgiving? Oh, oh yeah, and like, the, yeah. Fo- the football stadium. The, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's the best. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we can have Christmas or yeah. Thanksgiving just yet, while every stadium is packed full. Yeah. And what like, are they chanting, dude? 40, if you look together. at that, if you look at that, and you hear that guy say, 
well, I don't know if we can go to our family's house for Christmas. And then you watch the the NFL on Sundays. Yeah. And you can't put two and two together, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I, I have sympathy because yeah. these people are brainwashed. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, another side of me is just like, dude, like. Yeah. You've, what do you, you do anymore, your right? Like, you picked your side. We've, yeah. we've done we've done our as much as we can. Well, you with just most choose people. a side to not think about it. Have you guys ever heard of a non-player character? NPC? No. Yeah. Have you heard about anything to do with I've, that? I've side? heard NPC actually a few times. You've heard lately. it? Did, did, yeah. did, you, did you hear about like detail of NPC and, and PC? So player character, non player character? No. Like, so basically, so I, I just started like looking into this because my buddy had mentioned it. And then I like heard this thing on YouTube about it, which was interesting. And it made sense to me. And it was basically a non player character and a player character. So, like, the way I think about that is like when you're playing a video game. Ah, uh, okay. I and know where all, this is going. We're say we're all online, yeah, and we're all playing a video game, and there's bots. Yeah, you yeah. know, you got users yeah. and p- and players. Yeah. yeah, so we're all player, or yeah, we're, yeah, all, we're all players, PCs. and they'd be users, right? Yeah. So it's like player characters would be us. Yeah, non-player characters would be the bots. Yeah. So apparent, like this whole idea is that these people's souls are, are not in their bodies. Yeah. At this moment. Yeah. And so they're just going through the motions, very easy manipulated, and they're just basically running off purely subconscious and no... Perfect real. example of it is um, the red dress scene in The Matrix. When he's walking yeah. down and they're all like bumping into him and shit like that. Yeah. Like they're, he, they're NPCs. They're yeah. just, like you said, subconscious exactly. and stuff like that. Just yeah. running off purely subconscious. Yeah. There's no conscious thought yeah, or you, conscious decision in, in their bones, period. You, mm. you, you have a heartbeat, you wake up, yeah. you go to work every day, all that yeah. shit. So that so that was um, that's something that I've been kind of like interested in lately, and it kind of makes sense to me because. And then there, I was listening to or what did what did uh, Megan call him? Agent Smiths? Yeah, yeah, Agent Smith. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, that's that's actually the Mister Smith effect. Yeah, it's like it doesn't matter who, who it is. It could be that you could be a loved yeah. one. Their soul is just isn't there gone. yet. Yeah, it's just they're not connected yet. And like yeah. I think what's happening because you're seeing it. Mm-hmm. I almost wonder like if. This whole like matrix that we're in is just a, all, everything happening is a distraction from what like we're going through as people. Because like Did you- I I know a lot of people that I'm connecting with are going through things. I, like I'm going through a time right now where I'm kind of like I don't want to say lost, but I'm like redecide. In a part where I'm like What's trying going? to find a new exactly where we're at. You guys yeah. feel the same way. Like oh, yeah. I'm not lost, but I'm like. I, I'm like, okay, I'm doing this right now because, We're in a video I, game. because I need yep. to keep things going. <laughs> yeah. But I also feel like, what's my calling? What, yep. do, what do I really need I'll to do? I'll look at our whiteboard, bro. So, yeah. dude, so, so, okay, this is cool. Okay, so here's my new theory on, yeah. on all this because I've been talking to a lot of people feeling the same as me where yeah. I'm at a stage in my life where I'm like, what should I focus on? Mm-hmm. What is important to me? What, do I, what am I going to do? Like, what, I, I'm really starting to feel like I just need to start focusing on my vibration and, and stuff like that, but yeah. I still don't know. I'm still at a very strange moment where I, I don't know what I'm going to do or what's what going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where yeah. the hell, what's going to yeah. happen. And I, in wonder, two, three I wonder, so I wonder if maybe we're just spiritually would be going through this anyways. Yeah. And if we didn't have all these things going on, we wouldn't have a reason to feel this way. Right. And then everyone would be like, yo, whoa, you're feeling like that too. And then we'd all realize it. Yep. We're all yeah, going through the yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Collective all, consciousness. Yeah. We're all feeling the hey, same way. Yeah. But since we're going through this, we're like, oh, it's happening obviously because of COVID. Right. So so yeah. so maybe it's just like they're keeping the matrix. Oh, all this intense, crazy shit's yeah. happening. Like we better keep them going in this matrix, or else they're gonna come out of the matrix yeah. and start yeah. to realize. Oh, I just gotta follow my higher self and follow my calling. 
And then the whole world's vibration comes up, whereas they can keep us in the matrix yeah. and keep us tricked and thinking that them their even, decisions are affecting our lives. Even yesterday, I was messaging in the the random group chat that we have there. I was just saying, do you, isn't it weird that they've limited uh, communication with the, in the rural areas? Yeah. Uh, well, in the city, there's you know you can have more than ten people in an area, but in a rural area, why wouldn't they want more than ten people? They're trying to get people to because what's going to happen is people just like connect. us are going to say, let's get the hell out of here, let's. Let's go start our own community, or let's yeah, get exactly. out of this. Yeah. But we can't do it no more. Yeah, yeah. right. So they're they're already they already they're already foreseeing that we're going to start doing it. Yeah. So I want to build on what you said because I completely fucking agree. Yeah. Um, because you said a couple of things that I, like we're, we're we're basically a reframe of the status that I made yesterday because I came up with a pretty good analogy in my opinion. Um, we are we talk a lot about ascension in three D to five D, right? Well, what about four D? Because that's where we're at, and yeah. and here in. Uh, bear with me for a second because 3d is a caterpillar and that's the you know you're limited you're you're kept to the ground and you there's only so much that you could do 5d obviously being the butterfly and so 4d would be the pupation process the cocoon i would imagine as a caterpillar it's probably a fairly uncomfortable weird fucking time like what am i doing and like and yeah. and you're like going oh, into this fucking cocoon but you still do it because yeah. like you said it's happening it's part, it's part of part yeah. of nature yeah. and then what the next step is coming out of that is you become a butterfly you can you can fly you're free <clears throat> you you can experience more and and whatnot yeah. and you're sovereign which a lot of people don't even know what that fucking mer- no. word even means yeah yeah you know? we've and never been that yeah, yeah. we've never been that. No, never people ever. think freedom we've been free it's like we have no. yet to experience freedom. If we have a fucking charter of rights and freedoms telling us what our rights and freedoms are, if that, if that doesn't say everything, yeah. then we don't. Then we're not free. Yeah. And you know, and it's it's. Uh, I had another buddy in here. Fucking moral men don't need laws. Immoral men won't follow laws. So yeah. what the fuck is the point, anyways? Yeah, exactly. Right? You know, and it's it's the laws are there to keep the you know the good common folk under. You know, under control. Mm-hmm. Every single yeah. fucking system that we're we're a part of is all about control. Religion, f- f- uh, fear of going to hell, yeah. uh, financial system, fear of going broke, uh, medical system, fear of getting sick and dying. You know, the education system, fear fear of failure. You know, like it's it's all fear based, and we talk yeah. about vibration and frequency. That's how they keep it's you in the three D. That is the lowest vibration. It is yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty, I like the analogy though of the butterfly, and I I think what we do is we over. We overcomplicate things. Like, mm-hmm. like if you just look at things here on Earth, like you pick up a a plant or whatever, the, as above, so below. I don't mm-hmm. even know where that saying comes from. I've heard it many uh, times. We, it, we know about it as conspiracy theories. Is it a bad? I don't know if it's bad or good or whatever. But it, I think about it as a way. It's like you pick up something off the ground and look at it, and it correlates with something you see in the sky. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like just like you said. Where your analogy was so simple, so easy for you to find something here on Earth that yeah. we see on a day to day basis that you can correlate with a spiritual journey. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel mm. like there's so much of that. As around. above, so below is basically just speaking of duality, yeah. uh, and, and you know, you're you're. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. It yeah. just is. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of made it's funny because I made the status yeah. about karma today because yeah, you know a lot karma is huge. Well, uh, we all know about karma, but. I don't think a lot of people actually believe in karma. Okay. If we believe that we did good whole. things and good things would come back to us, yeah. we would only do fucking good things. Yeah. But we hear karma's a bitch, and it's like you're wondering why fucking 
life's a bitch because yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't respect the things that we should respect. And it is you're absolutely right. It is so much more simple than yeah. we we I give think it. So. Oh, absolutely. Even karma. So like my idea my idea of karma has changed a lot lately. And if it's people that are like karma doesn't exist, this is the perfect way to explain it. When you're rude, if you're if you're doing anything, okay. So say you're at the grocery store. And you run into someone, you're wearing a mask, they're not wearing a mask, or vice versa, whatever it is. There's immediate some sort of energy shit going on. You get in words, get exchanged, and you're now upset, and you kind of lose your cool and say something. And then when you're leaving, you say something rude or whatever it is, you've you've lost your cool. Yeah. Well, now when you're leaving, you're thinking about that for the next what? Yeah, 20 minutes long, at yeah. least yeah, you're gonna think about it that's yeah. instant cosmic karma yep. you're paying for what you did with your time yep. now your time is being spent thinking of this person and how you treated them yep. instead of moving focusing on and being present present mm-hmm. yes and in the moment yep. like we should be at all times in your you're flow right. state yep. and it's all it, it's cosmic karma perfect example and it happens instantly sometimes yep. it doesn't always happen instantly sometimes it takes time Sometimes we, you know, you commit a crime, you go to jail. Yep. So you have a lot of time to think about that cosmic karma. Yeah, but yeah. most of the people that are in that situation aren't aware that it's just the universe being like, "Yo, motherfucker, here's your bitch slap. Figure it out." Yeah. But they don't. But everyone's like, "Oh, karma doesn't exist. What's yeah. k- karma? We deal with karma every day, every single day. You can't get away from it. You know. No. Nope. And and even me being aware of it, I still. Mm. I still do stuff. I should because well, because you, you're a human, yeah. And human good people do bad things yeah. to you know for themselves, and then that's I think what people are starting to also figure out is the difference between bad and evil. Yeah. There are there are people out there that are doing evil fucking evil. things. Like cause I, I, we had a mutual friend that I was talking to, um, and he was saying how. Uh, and he's like fairly, he, he's religious and, and whatnot, but he, uh, he was saying, you know, I just, I, I don't think that, you know, all of these doctors that are doing all of this are, are, you know, they would actually want to, you know, do bad it's, things. I'm it's like, a big conspiracy. Like, yeah. I believe mm-hmm. that's a big I'm like, no, man, you're absolutely right. They don't want to, but think about this in a world of programming and indoctrination, wouldn't the doctors be at the fucking top of the list of Wait being indoctrinated? Indoctrination? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doctor? Yeah. yeah. And Ooh, these, these are the people that we look to, right? Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's no, it, and again, it's mind control. Yeah. It's brainwashing. That's why it, they need so much time in school with the doctors to make damn mm-hmm. sure that those doctors aren't veering off their course. And not to mention the threat that's dangled over their head of yeah. losing their license, losing their career, losing their job yeah. at any moment. Yeah. Those doctors all have to respond to a, the college. a board. I don't yeah. know, I can't remember what they're called. But the remember, college yeah, physician. I'm sure you talked to joke. Dr. Bean about this too, yeah. right? Like yeah. they're hang, They dangle that shit over your head where if you do one thing that isn't on the mainstream, if Dr. Bonnie Henry says lockdown, and you say, I don't know about that lockdown. All you have to do is come on this podcast and be like, I don't know about this podcast. I don't License know about this lockdown. Pulled. I don't know about yeah. this. And then, like boom, that. next day you License go to work. Or yeah. Maybe it's not. Maybe they just threaten you. And then you better revet, change your redact. Yeah. real quick. And if yeah. you don't, then, then you will lose your yeah. shit. Look at all these doctors that are... You look on the internet and people just debunk them because they've lost their license. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, what does that doctor, yeah. yeah, what does that doctor know? They're, they're, they don't even have their license anymore. What? Well, it's like, why don't they have their license? Because they went against mainstream. So if mainstream is doing something wrong, who would ever be able to come out and give you valid reason and still have credibility? 
I had nobody. Some, yeah, like it's 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 not the doctors even. They don't even know. No, you know, and I'm not I'm not smarter than a doctor by no. any means. But there's a lot of doctors I'm more conscious than. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know that's because I yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, we, we always when when it comes to how smart you are, we look yeah. at your IQ. Yeah. Well, you know what? There's a lot more to it than that. Uh, like take for example your EQ, your emotional quotient. Because yeah. I know a lot of smart people that have lost their fucking shit because yeah. they don't have control of their emotion. Yeah. Uh, because and and I mean, there's, we're going to see a lot of that coming up because as the truth fucking rolls oh, out yeah. like project veritas got another video oh, coming out that was tonight. a good one, that was a good one. Part, so good, part five tonight are they they've already planned this Dude, oh yeah project veritas is like the best thing that happened during this Absolutely. whole movement project yeah. veritas is crushing it it's yeah. hilarious how fun of a job is that for yeah them? oh yeah for james o'keefe man it's like is, is fine, it fun. it's probably he... not fun but it probably he probably is he's high stepping dude. oh yeah for sure number one he's doing good mm-hmm. he's not doing any bad shit he's doing god and he's going after yeah he's 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 the man dude i love oh, him. Yeah. James he's O'Keefe. a good dude yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely i was watching a video on him today actually he's saying he's saying pretty much saying f you facebook mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead right. and shut me down go for it i'll see yeah. you yeah. yeah he's like this is <laughs> like this is coming from the freaking employees well, that, how can he fact check this yeah that's the beautiful time in that that we live in because this is this is why i don't think history is co- is going to repeat itself because we have this we yeah. have the ability yeah. to have these conversations. For now. For yeah. now. Yes. For now. Yeah, for no, now. you know what? It's all, you you we'll talked about that. You know, we just have to have a place where we can all talk. Yep. And I shouldn't even say this on the record, honestly. Yeah. But we should. Have, we there should say be a place that people are able to assemble and talk in person. Because if, if, if we do lose this, just like Facebook went down the other day, people are going to be in fucking shambles. Yep. Because if, if, I know right now, if shit goes down, right now, the way I have, it, the shit I have in order in my house and stuff like that, uh, my family's on their own. It's yeah. me, my wife, and my kids. Oh yeah, and we don't. I don't know whose house to go to. Yeah. I don't, there's no plan no. of, yeah. of, Most of don't who, who does get together. Yeah. I don't. I don't now. If I have no way to contact my friends, I can't even make a group. Is down. I can't even yeah. come up with a group now. What am yeah. I going to go knock on everyone's doors and be like, "Hey, we're going to go meet down at this place every Wednesday or whatever it is"? Yeah. There's none of that happening already. So if communications go down, it's going to fuck some shit up for yeah. for that. But I I, I don't think it'll. It might have had something. So like we kind of talked about them a little bit earlier, and I've been just sitting here looking at the clouds, waiting for them for them to come out. You think aliens are? What, what's your thoughts on that one? What? what you think? It, you, you think, think they we're exist? gonna? Hit? Well, no, I know you think oh, aliens yeah. exist. We, we we've done, we've talked fucking CE five meditation. Oh yeah. And shit oh like that. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what do you mean? Is that, do I think they're gonna join us in this journey? <laughs> Yeah. I think they're already here. Oh, they're fucking 100% Maybe already here. Maybe they're controlling here. this whole... So, alien, alien, could be. alien, alien. So, when I hear that word, and I think when most people hear that word, they think of some physical being. Yeah. Whereas, like, when I hear alien, I, I don't think I don't think physical being at all. Yeah. So, like, so... Which I think is even more believable. 100%. It's, it's more believable for... Uh, an entity to mm-hmm. come here and connect with us through Orbs. through a journey of meditation or a journey with psychedelics or yeah. breath work yeah, or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. I find that much more. And, and I say this because I have experienced it personally and I have mm-hmm. spoke with entities. I've gotten knowledge from entities. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had my life change from these entities. Mm-hmm. So, so I know there's entities out there that have the capability and, far beyond ours yeah you know so when i hear aliens i yeah. immediately think well the normal depiction of an alien is i got like this gray. little green dude yeah, with yeah. a big head and big eyes yeah, yeah. that's gonna fly here on his his ship yeah, that's yeah. 
spinning or whatever it is. And Saucy. it's going to, and it's like a physical thing that yeah. we can hit with a hammer and it's metal. And yeah. like, I just, that, that depiction of alien to me is out the way. I don't think that's what's coming. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see we're, something's going to be opened up to us. We're going to have some sort of knowledge that there's something's here influencing us or helping us or guiding us. I think that will be when we have our ascension to 5D. Yeah, because I think, we'll I think, be able I still to, think we're a to, long way away. Entities and, you know, we'll, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. We'll be able to communicate with the yeah. entities. What I've been finding myself through, through my meditation and, and breath work and whatnot is uh, clairvoyancy is increasing. Like, so telepathic abilities, synchronicity, feeling, uh, feeling yeah, yeah. Feeling energies. And yeah. you know, I, I've, I've noticed that for myself, at least increase like crazy. Um, who knows, man? I, 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 you know, a lot of people are, are living, living there, riding the wave of fear. Yeah. Um, and you know, as crazy as it is uh, with all the crazy ass lockdowns and vaccine passport and all this bullshit that's going on, I, do think that that's there's some really cool shit it's happening for us yeah at the end of the day yeah and like you know what and if i think that's the thing that if everyone could just get in the mindset that everything that happens is happening for us because that's how the universe works yeah just like a psychedelic journey it's never going to give you more than you can handle yeah you know it's it's the universe it's this is a journey mm-hmm. right so i just um you know what we're going through right now. I think we're com- we're coming out of the Iron Age, going into the Bronze Age. I was listening to this guy called what the heck's his name. I'll have to look it up. But this guy, Sad Guru, no, well, oh, Sad Guru. I don't think it was Sad Guru. It was another crazy guru, though. Yeah. I just uh, my buddy. I, I listen to me. Sad Guru and uh, here all the time. Um, sad Guru. Yeah. <laughs> What's this guy's name again? So, anyways, he's saying that we're going f- from the Bronze Age into. The silver. Or, age? Sorry, we're going. Sorry, we're going from the Iron Age into the Bronze Age. Yeah, and so it's a necess- it's a necessary step what we're going yeah. through, and it's happening for us. And um, but not my, for all of us, just to some of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some people aren't aware, but yeah. his thing was that there's going to be a, a large amount of souls coming to this planet to help raise the vibration. Yeah, mm. and they're going to be entering the bodies. So like. Like us, like a lot of the people that are conscious of what's happening right now have yep. been, they, we incarnated in these bodies. Yep. We came out when our our body was like coming out of the womb. We were, our souls were in the bodies then and stuff like, like that. Like Starseed. Yeah. And yep. then he's saying that uh, there's going to be a lot of different like souls and entities that are going to be coming like midway. Like they don't have time to be here for the whole journey to help us raise the vibrations. Yeah. But when they really need to be here, they're going to come here and they're going to incarnate in a lot of these bodies of these non-player characters. Uh, and then those non-player characters are now player characters. Yeah. Oh. So if this is happening, yeah. if this was already something that had to happen and was going to happen and the matrix didn't exist and we didn't know have a matrix happening, everyone would be like, whoa, we're going through some crazy ascension stuff. Right. Yeah. Everyone yeah, yeah, would yeah. all of a sudden people would start waking up. Yeah. But now the matrix is telling us that these things are happening because of what we're Whatever. seeing around us. Yeah. Right. Well, of course it. everyone's waking up. We're going to look at what we're going through. Yeah. So that's what I'm starting. I'm kind of getting on the page of the matrix. And yep. maybe it's just they're just trying to keep us yeah, distracted, distracted. distracted yeah, while absolutely. we go through this crazy ascension from the Iron Age into the Bronze Age while we're... So yeah. what does he say about these uh, this ascension happening into these non-player characters? What role do they end up playing? Well, he's just basically saying that there is like a lot of 
people, a lot of entities or, or beings like souls that are here that are to raise the vibration and that there's going to be a lot coming in the fu- near future that are going to be helping raise the vibration. Basically our whole job here is to raise the vibration of the earth. Yeah. And that's basically why we're here. And yep. w- that's like our whole journey yeah. and what we're doing. I firmly believe that that is my purpose here. Yeah. I, I, I'm very confident. You know, yeah. you know what I feel? I mean, the more that this is happening, I've been eliminating a lot more people out of my life. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot more people. It's like, you know what? I just don't people see I'm you not don't connecting see. with you the same yeah. as I used to before. You're, I don't share the same value set. Totally. And the people we're connecting with, everyone's talking about the vibrations, yep. yeah. doing, uh, doing natural remedies. Or you're healing. upgrading your programming. You've deleted programs that yeah. no longer serve yeah. your, your higher good or your, your higher need. Yeah. And you're reprogramming with it. And it fucking happens all the time, it's dude. Massive. We have people just come yeah. into the office. Like last Wednesday, I had a guy just walking by. He looks in, he sees the fucking Bill of Rights and Charter Rights and Freedoms and stuff like that. I'm like, and he's like, what? What are you doing in here? And he's like, I'm like, oh, I'll run a distribution company in here. He's like, why do you have that up there? I'm like, oh, it's too bad it's not a Thursday, so we could throw it back to when those actually existed. And uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like, and it, like, it turns out he's growing wormwood. He actually knows my brother. And I'm like, I'm like, oh man, we're like, we're into CBD and microdosing and stuff like that. And he's like, this is fucking awesome, man. He's like, oh. he's like, so what do we do? Like, as in, like, yeah. what, what? I'm like, this. Yeah, have these fucking conversations. Yeah, because we're it's all it does raise the collective consciousness. Mm-hmm. I you know we we talked a lot about mushrooms, and I I think I'm a big believer in the mycelium, uh, yeah. the mycelium of Mother Gaia. That is why when you do mushrooms, you ground into the earth, and you you. I watched a video um, of this lady named Aurora Ray. She's uh, the Galactic Federation. And she's got this ascension, like a portal of information for ascending and stuff. And she she mentioned how you have to descend in order to ascend, and it's exactly yeah. what you did with the ayahuasca ter- yeah. ceremony, and that's doing your your shadow work. And it's funny because she mentioned like how there's so many light workers out there, light yeah, workers, yeah. quote unquote, that do their you know uh, positive qu- quotes and and yoga and stuff, but they've never actually done any of the shadow work. Yeah. So it's all just fluff, basically. Yeah. Until you go in, you go deep down, and you start doing the shadow work, which I've done through energy healing, yeah. not in the same way as you do ayahuasca. Yeah. But it's you can get just the same experience though. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It just takes a lot more, lot more time and, and concentration and whatnot. Um, both valuable to do in yeah. their own ways. Totally. Because I would de- like I've done that, and I still do that, and will always do that because you're always taking on different traumas and stuff yeah. like that. It's it's just clearing your shit out. You know, yeah. you gotta fucking deal with your shit or else it'll deal with you. Yeah, exactly. So talking about descending, let's talk about back to the mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so many different types, right? So we're talking about different uh, variations, oh, sorry, different strains. Uh, strains. Yeah. Uh, what what would you recommend for someone to start with? Because everyone's got the golden teachers around, right? There's, those are the easiest ones to get access to, right? Yeah, I mean, it depends what you're looking for. Like, I'm not like... I haven't really, as much as I've had them around and all these different strains around, I haven't really been on a, like, for me, I've, I've been basically switching to mostly doing ceremony work. So I haven't really, you know, if, if it was five or six years ago, yeah. I, I'd probably be able to tell you what every strain does. and mm-hmm. how. But I can honestly say I don't necessarily, I'm probably not the best person to ask that just because I'm, I've kind of switched my tune on my psychedelic journeys and it's just so rare for me to do that I haven't quite got a chance to experience all these different strains and be able to compare them. Yeah. But I do know that like certain strains do give you 
more visuals and it kind of just depends on what you're looking for. There's uh, apps online too. Yeah. You can look or uh, just even Google search. If you Google search strains and stuff like that, it's always a good way to find what certain things do. Yeah. Um, it's a good call. Yeah. But I think mm-hmm. each, each, most people start with microdosing mainly for what addictions or brain yeah. health. Yeah, I would say brain health, brain health. PTSD, yeah. anxiety, Social depression is a really good one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, Addiction, I've heard you're going to want to do more of like a macro dose. Yeah, well, it just like it just depends, right? Yeah, so for like for the best thing to do, I think for addiction, they do, I think it's Iboga is like the best one. And that's like a full reprogramming. Rewind, yeah, you right? said that, that's like you said there's Ibogaine, which was the male counterpart yeah. to ayahuasca. ayahuasca. Yeah, mm. um, so Iboga. Now, how do how, how do we get our hands on that? Because so, I mean, no, that's the ceremony. No, right. no, I know. Yeah, but like, no, it's a medicine, though. It's yeah, the iboga is a medicine, and ah, okay. then you do a ceremony with the medicine. So, right. I mean, when we do mushrooms, we're going to do a ceremony. We're going to actually put, you know, that's and that's not what the difference between doing mushrooms and then doing a, a ceremony with mushrooms is. Again, like we said earlier, is intent, right? So, you know, doing mushrooms, we just just grab, take grab a fucking fun. handful yeah, of yeah. mushrooms and yeah. see what happens. Whereas, yeah, if you want to iboga. Iboga and Ibogaine, they both come from the same, uh, it's the same medicine, but it's... Well, because there's psilocybin and then there's psilocin too, right? You know, it's it's almost like with weed, there's Delta 9 THC and Delta 8 THC and all that shit. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I know one of them is better for, for, um, for using for addiction. Addiction, yeah. I'm just trying to find it here. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I think, um, yeah, I think it might be ibogaine actually. That is for addiction. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I could see either way. It's one of those, and they do. You can get like ceremonies. I think it's expensive though to do ibogaine treatment or whichever one is for addiction. It's like ten grand. Wow, oh, yeah. it's expensive, but yeah, worth it though. Yeah, <laughs> depending on your addiction. <laughs> like I have a friend that went down to Mexico, and he did. He was like so, like he was done. He was off the rails here in town. Like he was really good dude too, but he was just doing whatever. Every you mm-hmm. name the drug, he's he was doing yep, it. Yep. And he like tried treatment in and out, and just nothing was working for him. He ended up looking. He'd done ton of. He was. He's actually the first person that got me into any conspiracy theory <laughs> with a, a video on on uh, pyramids. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that was like when I was like, whoa, dude, yeah. I got to reconsider everything. Yeah. I've, everything yeah. I've ever learned, I have to look up again. We're still learning about pyramids. Yeah. Until today, like, still Bro, discovering crazy that. shit, right? So and anyways. There's still a lot, though, yeah. Yeah, so anyways, he's, he's always been kind of in this, like, He's been like a spiritual being since he's, since he's you know as long as I've known him. But he got caught up, mm-hmm. and then he ended up going to Mexico and did like a crazy. He went to this crazy facility, and they hit him with. I think he did ayahuasca like thirty times in sixty days. Or something. Oh, Holy shit! Like it was like insane. They were yeah. hitting him with like so they did cambo. He's the one who administers cambo. Oh okay, yeah. Nice. So he, they do cambo to detox you. Like I think they they can't just hit you with cambo right away to detox you because you'll die because mm-hmm. of all the drug. Drugs. Yeah, that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I don't know what they use in the beginning stages mm-hmm. to get you off, but eventually, once you're like kind of not dependent on the drug, they'll give you a cambo 
and and I I don't know tons about this. This is just my understanding. But they'll they'll use cambo and get everything out of your system and kind of clear you out. And then they'll start hitting you with ceremonies like ayahuasca, ibogaine, iboga, like all different types wow. of psychedelics. And they just hit him Neat. for I don't know how long his total time was down there, but he got hit hard for months and months and months. And then he ended up. Uh, he came back and he's like, he was making YouTube videos. He's like, I don't even crave a cigarette. Like no he doesn't way. even think about a cigarette anymore. That's Holy. amazing. Yeah. And he's just, life changed. He changed. Like uh, now, like you go up, like every time I see him, he's doing like, he's just Zen. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, you, you get in his car. He's not listening to rap or anything like that. He's listening to like jungle music. Yeah. Like yeah. Shit that makes you feel good. Yeah. But it might seem a little silly. If you roll, if we're rolling down the streets of Kelowna and the, with the windows down, someone's going to be like, what the fuck are these? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, you know what I mean? Is that a didgeridoo? Yeah. <laughs> you bet your ass it is. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so like it totally rewires your brain and just all the psychedelics in general. It's the same thing. One of the benefits you get from the microdoses in general is it creates new neurological pathways in your brain. Yes. So like that alone is a huge benefit, especially when when there's so many people nowadays that are running off of the program, yep. mm-hmm. running off of your 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 neurological pathways you've already built. Mm-hmm. I think they say by the time you're like 30-something, like early 30s, you're pretty much running off your subconscious mostly. Mm-hmm. You know, like most of it's just habit. Yeah, you're still you a fucking program. Yeah, autopilot, right? Yeah, yeah. Phones, you know when yeah. you get in your car, like say you go to work, like you know, you, you, you have to drive to work, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. You drive to work and then you, you go just to your zone out. Say you got the day off work, but it's a Monday and you're like, oh, I'm off today. And you're like, oh, I'm going to go to my buddy's house. And you get in your car and, and you're you like, start all going of a sudden to you're work. halfway to work. And you're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Turn around. What the hell just happened? It's like, you've, as soon as you get in the car, that neurological pathway has begun. Yep. And you're gone into autopilot. So, like, if, you, if you're just running off this all day, like, to, how do you create new pathways? Well, when you have a chance to take microdoses, like I always tell people, when you're taking microdoses, use it to your advantage. Or, yep. like, make, like, do it when you ha- you're going to have ha- a good day. Like, don't do a microdose and sit on the fucking couch. Right. Because yeah. if you do a it's microdose and sit on the couch, you're going to create a neurological pathway yeah. to sit on the house. Like, yeah. when you take your microdose, you want to be productive or go to the gym or do something that makes you feel good or, mm. or give back or, like, just whatever... Create your ideal schedule and yeah. then do it. Yeah, yeah. like I, I just think it's like if you have a chance to create a new neurological pathway, do take it when you're going to do the most positive yeah. thing or whatever, right? Like that's 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 what I think about that stuff. And and those all those things are creating neuro, neurological pathways, and that's why they work so well for addiction and stuff like that. I can see um, that. Yep. Yeah. So. I love it, man. Okay. This is this was awesome. We yeah, got to do it. We like it. It, it took it. us so long to get going, I know. and years, then it's just like years of talking about yeah, this. Yeah, and it's like we we got to do this more often. Yeah, we're not this done. Is, you know, no, yeah, we got to go into pyramids. We got to go yeah. into a lot of. Oh, stuff. buddy, we, you know what? We didn't go too deep in the no, conspiracies. No, and I was which actually I don't mind. no, I was surprised. Yeah. It was a good uh, change yeah. of pace. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen the documentary "What on Earth Happened"? No. I'll send it to you. It's like five Perfect. hours. Sweet. We're, <laughs> no, we're we're that's the one that we're We've been watching. watching it for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah and we're at like forty five minutes into no, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, but like that's the, you just need like little 15, 20 minutes yeah. of it ones, oh. and you're like, ah, huh. yeah, really. Like, Interesting. New words like yeah. firmament. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll, uh, yeah, we'll 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 get well, you there. Yeah. Dope. All right. We'll uh, end with a little one of my favorite songs. It's awesome. And uh, yeah, thank you very much yeah, for coming on. Yeah, yeah, this is a, this, this is a great chat. Educational too. Yeah. yeah.